18 is it i think we skipped one for being on tour with sally at the farm okay yeah but uh we're joined by stand-up comedian kyle frazier thank, thank you sir for coming in thanks for coming kyle i oh, know appreciate bringing thanks. some stand-up comedy to the ohio valley scene so there's a couple things i wanted to ask you before we get into the silliness of the viewer submitted questions um kind of like how you got um like your background in the valley how you got started in the comedy like some shows coming up maybe some uh phobias and trauma that we can exploit for views <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, plenty of those not as many shows as those but dude, i got some stuff can go on so uh like, how'd you get started in comedy when did you decide uh you want to get into it and how you approached i'm going to throw some uh open mics oh yeah so um you guys are in bands right yeah mm -hmm. sick I, I i tried to do that for a lot of years i went down to morgantown for uh -huh. school and uh we were in a bunch of folk punk bands which is just folk folk. Yeah, you know, it's just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> aggressively yelling at people on stage. Uh, that didn't go well. <laughs> people, I tried. Didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I was doing like coffee shops and then just uh -huh. screaming with an acoustic mm. guitar by myself. Uh, yeah, I did that for a while. Wanted to try to do something with it. That didn't work out. I realized part I liked most on stage was like the in between songs. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I fuck something up. Or, oh, can I? Can I? Oh yeah. Anything. Oh yeah. Anything. Yeah, you fuck. Right, I just yeah. put the explicit tag on everything that <laughs> yeah. way. I don't have to worry about it. That's fair. Um, yeah. Dude. Yeah. When those parts when you mess up a song, you have to like try to talk to the crowd. Yeah. I like that part the most, and I was like, eventually it was becoming like I was playing like two songs and like talking for like thirty minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, that I, is true. Like when you're playing like straight music, everybody kind of like talks among themselves, but when a singer brings up something and starts telling a story it's usually when you get heads turning back at you yeah yeah exactly so that's uh it was listen everything happens for a reason that's why when you were in between breaks you're like hey this feels right let me let me run with this so yeah <laughs> so waterfront hall you're throwing open mics you said last week of the month yeah wednesday. last wednesday every month we're gonna try to keep it wednesday but uh like I said before, we started, uh, if there's a musical act that's really big or even it's moderately big, <laughs> we'll probably be pushed out to another day Yeah, that week. But we're trying to keep it the last Wednesday so people, you know, can yeah can build something that they know when it's going to be. Every yeah, time. exactly. Build that community up. Yeah. Do you have a lot of people down there? Or you said it was pretty successful this last run. Yeah, it was our it was our first one so far. We already, our, my boss, I work there as well. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> you know Rochelle? Rochelle? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I, she graduated a year uh, after me. Really good friends with her. Shout oh. out to Rochelle. She's the one who told me, I because I, I, when I saw your message, I was like, what is this, dude? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. this was a thing. She yeah. was like, no, he's a good dude. You should go down there. I yeah. was like, all right. I, thank you, Rochelle. Well. Yeah. yeah, no, she's oh, yeah. awesome. I have no idea who the hell Rochelle is, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going uh, with it. She's so. the bar manager at Waterfront okay. Hall. Great okay. lady. So what do you do down there when you're not uh, on the mic? I'm just bartending. Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'd worked in a law office before that, and I just, I hated being in an office. Man, yeah. I can't do it. Bartending is a job that, like, when your shift starts, it doesn't take long at all until, like, you're clocking out. It's just kind of like, yeah. Because yeah. once you go through the motions. And, yeah, unless you 
bartender at a bar that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, oh, yeah. then you're just yeah, constantly looking yet. and it's just, you know, you're cracking a, a, a natty light every 45 minutes to the same guy yeah, at the Jim, end of the bar. Jim has, uh, Jim has two bucks underneath his empty. He needs another bump. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Oh no, I definitely done shitty bars like that before. Yeah. I've done restaurant bars, which is mm-hmm. yeah, you sit around for thirty minutes at a time and then So you guys been busy down the waterfront? Oh yeah, as soon as we I, open it's been I just... yeah, I saw I was like I said before, like before I didn't know you worked there, I saw pictures, videos, I mean the system Tim put in, the people in and out. Were uh, you down there for tongue and cheek? Yeah, I mean I I work like every day down, down oh, okay. there. So yeah, they were they were they were great. Yeah, I was so I've never seen them before. There's really I was surprised with how many local artists like mm-hmm. came through. Like we just had a show last night with, and I should remember all these bands' names <laughs> and promote the bar that I work at. But dude, I have not. But they were good. They were all three local bands. Uh-huh. And it was a show headed up by uh, Crow Hardly. Okay, you know yeah. Him? yeah, yeah, really Tim. good local band. Yeah, he's a nice dude. Um, who's been your favorite performer there? Oh, dude, that's me. No, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, music-wise. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I hate myself. You're good. It's, not, it's definitely not me. Uh, oh, I don't know. We we have a uh, a, a reoccurring uh, uh, Deadhead Revival band from Pittsburgh okay. that comes down. Okay. Yeah, Tim's like, a big Deadhead, oh, so that makes sense. I didn't, well, that'd yeah. be cool. I'd, I'd go see that. Well, hey, this Friday and Saturday. You got I can't it? do this Friday and Saturday. Oh. I, my wife already has plans for me. <laughs> well, they do play for five hours so if you want to stop oh, it at any point dude okay it, it, it's like real good to see that before wheeling kind of opens up to see a bar just thriving and yeah. people in and out and having a good time with entertainment yeah and like you'll be another one that just supports everything that we've had on here when people are like wheeling's the up and coming place for music man it's once once it doesn't look like the gaza strip with construction then <laughs> and it starts blowing up then it's yeah. going to be a, a, a big music place so it's, it's that's the problem right, right right above the road that whole road right in front of waterfront is yeah. just destroyed right now right dude. i feel so bad like i know so many owners of restaurants right there and they're like this this is destroying yeah. us right yeah. now dude i'm sure i'm sure yeah, I know. I'm um, Tom Caleric from the Food Fanatics. He put those. He's like, Wheeling needs us now to like get in there, like have the extra time to go into Wheeling to support these bars in the restaurants because they're hurting right now. Just that space. It doesn't help with the like the cabal they have in the parking authority down there. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. so we barely got like ten spaces for like us. So people yeah. are like, where do I park? And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, you're hedging your luck anywhere you go, dude. Man. Yeah. That's yeah, it's terrible. It's just, but hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is to finish all that. Hopefully by twenty twenty nine, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked uh, Stephen Carney, who's came in with Johnny, because he works on the streets there, and, I'm, and he's real soft spoken, quiet guy. I'm like, how long are we looking at? He said, long time. Made <laughs> 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 a few words, but I don't know. Are well, they even power. done with the bridge yet? Like they were done with the bridge at one point and then turn around and then put the cones back up and then the cones were down and then they're back up. And <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, Oh, the traffic's moving. Let's stop that. Let's just put <laughs> these barrels back up for no apparent reason. And the wheeling drivers aren't ready for that. They are, they don't know <laughs> what's going on when like, there's like a lane change. They're like, nah, we're going to keep, the same lane we've always done mm-hmm, for the last right. 40 years. I'm driving <laughs> straight regardless. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so going back to comedy, you perform at these open mics every time? Yeah, I up. tried to do, I, well, I, 
Sorry, my bad. I try to okay. do like uh, 10 minutes, but uh, this upcoming one and hopefully the future ones, uh, I have about 30 comics coming down from Pittsburgh nice. and up from Morgantown. So I'm going to have to do like two or three minutes and then just get off just the stage. Them, I got to yeah. keep introducing them. So yeah, I usually try to end it with like a joke at the end of the night, yeah. just in case. So when you know you're going into uh, any comedy show, like how long do you give yourself writing? Like, how's your writing process? Do you start out like a couple weeks in advance or you just kind of go up and rant about stuff you see or, uh, it, it depends. Uh, I know there's a lot of comics that I've met who are like amazing writers uh-huh. and like it, it definitely shows on stage when you see them. Like there's a, he, well, he's coming, there's a dude named Lorenzo and he, uh, he, he writes like it, it, it reads like a book when he's performing. Like uh-huh. he, he has characters, he has voices, everything going on. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> I tried, you know. I was uh, uh, an English major in college. It took me a good eight years to finish. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people go to college for eight years. Exactly. And you <laughs> yeah, finish the, the, the associate degree. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't do it. So, I, I, people I've talked to, they've done a lot of the same. It's uh, you write and you think it's great, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, oh, this is amazing!" And then you're like, "I'm." I'm going to be headlining any day now. And then you get up on stage and then just crickets for three, four, five minutes. Yeah. Like, Fuck, what did I just do with my life? Right. <laughs> and you realize that like, just because you you think it, the writing's funny. Yeah. Saying it out loud to people who are expecting to laugh. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. Yeah. Cause it, that's the thing. I mean, you could be an amazing writer, but if you don't have the delivery, like I know people like timing. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have that timing and the delivery, it's just, it, it, it falls flat. And you know, I, I've been, I've done that on here where I thought that I've said some pretty funny shit. And as I said it, it come out. And when I heard it later, I'm like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> so, um, that's the worst insult you could call a comic when you, after you get off stage, you're just like, Hey, you're going to be a great writer one day. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, I know like there's a whole science behind the timing. Like the, like it's just as important, like for the time, like you're not saying anything. You know, letting the audience like laugh at a joke as it is like the joke material itself. Right, right. That's that's one of the hardest things to. I mean, I, I I'm still pretty new into. The, I'm like about three years in, so I've seen people who are a lot better at it. Mm-hmm. They, they can just they, they know the joke's going to land, and then they can, they wait for that pause. Yeah, and then sometimes that's scary because like because sometimes the pause will come and then they'll laugh. 10, 15 seconds, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem long, but it feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes there'll be de- dead air, like when we're talking to a guest, and I think like, I'll have to edit it out, but it's only like five seconds or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Um, one of my wife and I's favorite shows, Kill Tony. Nice, we, we love yeah. it. We watch it every week religiously. When people have that minute prepared and they go on stage and they think a joke is going to kill and it doesn't, you can just see in their eyes, their face, it's horror. Yeah, like this didn't work. What like as soon as you take your mind out of doing your routine into your own head like oh no they're gonna laugh at the next one you can just see it all just fall apart you got like 20 seconds left to save it dude you're yeah, like oh yeah, shit what yeah. do i have what do i have a 20 second joke yeah that's it no, i mean do, do you think i mean now that you brought that up do you think with the because i mean there's not a person really i know that hasn't talked about kills tony do you think that that helps like an open mic nights where people are seeing this online they're watching kill tony going oh i can do that for a minute or three minutes or something and then they get up there and it's 
Well, he makes a market off of those people failing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But yeah, please come and fail. Them. I, I <laughs> did, that means I have that. That, that next introduction is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just say like one word. Be like, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect, dude. No, yeah. Those I love when the newcomers come, even if they're bad. Yeah. If they're bad, that's great for all the other comics to watch. We love that. It's like yeah. a confidence booster. If they're good, hey, it's. That's good too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I did good. it. I did it one time. I did open mic night one time when I was in college. And I know this is going to be a shocker. I was shammered. I was just like, I just, I, we were, had hit the bars and everything else. I get up there. I don't even know what I said. All I know is like two days later, somebody that, cause it was like, um, it was like, there was like a, it was like a coffee house kind of student yeah. center, whatever. And, um, a couple of days later, a girl that worked there, she goes, hey, there, now, mind you, this, I went to college before there were cell phones and social media and, you know, basic cable in the rooms, but um, got a hold of them and they were like, hey, they thought that you were hilarious. They would like you to come back. I said, what do you mean I was hilarious? <laughs> they were like, oh, you got up and did open mic. I went, I did what? And they were like, yeah, they want you to come back. And like the bottom of my stomach just poured. I'm like. No, 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 I can't. I, I just panicked. I'm like, there's, no, I couldn't do it. There's no way. I just, even the thought of doing it a week in advance, I was like, nope, nope, nope. That was a one-time show, man. I'm done. I, sometimes that liquid curd helps. I mean, we had a, uh, I used to, I did one, I hosted one in uh, Wheeling as well at this place called Taco House, well, formerly known as Taco House. Uh-huh. So they got sued by some, I don't know, that's weird, dude. It's but they, uh, it's called Taqueria 304. They used to have mics, and we had a bride, uh, bridal shower party come in, and they were hammered. <laughs> and one of them just went up and then did, I don't know, 15 minutes, and it was great. Wow, I was, nice. I mean, to be fair, half the room was the bridal shower, so yeah. like, they were happy regardless. But I'm right. like, go ahead, do as long as you want, man. Uh, never came back. <laughs> I've seen her <laughs> in public before and afterwards, and I'm like, hey, you ever going to come back? She's like, I don't remember at all doing it, and yeah. I no way I'm going to ever do it again. Right. <laughs> Luke had a great idea that we should do a Halloween episode, but like everybody dress in full costume and have one guest. I'll blur their voice and have full body costume, never release who it was, and just start saying real controversial, real offensive <laughs> real stuff. Like, that was the mayor? <laughs> <laughs> that was... Yeah. I didn't know he thought that about those people, dude. <laughs> you guys do a Halloween party at uh, Waterfront? Not, not Halloween. We have, uh, I think we have a show that night. I oh, wanna okay. Say. I want to say it's a maybe metal night. Oh, really? I know we have one metal night this week, but we should have another one coming up. Sweet. I saw you guys have um, an open mic for music, too. Yeah, we're going to start doing... Um, With a whole back line, I think. Yeah, they're going to have everything set up, and then, like, if you want to bring your own stuff, you can, or yeah. if you just, you're in the room, and you want to play some music, it's everything's going to be on stage for you to just go up and whatever you want to do it. That's awesome. I think the windmill used to do that. Used to bring people up. I hope it bar. works out, man, because I've been to Nail City Records when they have, uh, if you ever know that place, shout out to Nail City Records, <laughs> but they have uh, music open nights every two weeks, and it's, okay. They, it's like, it's, I'm glad it's, ours is only music. Because uh, I've done theirs, and it's uh, it's everything, but it's mainly it's pretty much just a bunch of bands. And then, like, in the middle, I'm like, hey, you guys want to hear about my problems now? <laughs> and then everybody goes to smoke, and then it's, yeah. it's just me and the guy running the sound. I'm like, all right, this is this going to be a fun 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, So where do you uh, perform other than the Waterfront Hall? Is there any other spots? Yeah, that- I, I mean, I tried, like we were talking about earlier, how... 
writing material. I'm bad at it, so I gotta do a lot. I gotta do a lot of spots once I once I figure out a joke I think I like that. Mm-hmm. At least the premise is good, and I can't figure out a punchline. I, I'll just keep doing that joke until I hate it, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I go up to uh, there's a bunch of places in Pittsburgh. Uh, they can have a mic, maybe two or three mics every day, so okay. that's pretty easy to go to. It's a I will say their scene's a little different because they have uh, things you can do there in yeah. that city other than go to a mic. Right. Yeah. So it's usually, it's not the production we have at Waterfront. It's not a stage, not a sound. It's mm-hmm. usually like you're at a pizza shop. Yeah. You're like, there's a backlit sign. You're standing eye level with people. <laughs> uh, some like fender on the, gr- like a fender amp on the ground and like a mic connected <laughs> to it. So that's, um, that's like when we, we would go and play in Nashville. Like you would work hard all week to get an in somewhere, and it would be a pizza shop. Like it's it's so hard to get mm. in, but everybody has music. <laughs> yeah, like uh, so like after the open mic we had, it was I just I had never seen production like that for that kind of mic. Yeah, and then I had a a paid show in Charleston like t- a couple days later. I loved it, but <laughs> <laughs> like it was just waited. Like I went down there was because waterfront we probably be packed at the one side of the yeah. bar. We had probably had like seventy people in there, but this place was maybe twelve people and like really? like six of them did not want to be there. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> like they were confused as hell why we were doing anything and they were yeah. just talking the entire time and I was eye level and it was in the basement and there's no light. It was just a, we were behind, in front of a neon sign. And I'm like, wow, how is this the paid show? You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you I think you just fell into somebody's fetish. <laughs> You're in somebody's basement. <laughs> well, I'll go back next month. <laughs> Talk, little man. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to watch you talk. I mean, it's, it's. I guess it's different too. Like when you're when you're playing. Like you know, we've played steak fries and stuff. Where you are background music, but you always think to yourself, like, I'm sure they're enjoying it. But man, if they're not laughing at your jokes, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, what's going through your head? Or that's just gotta like, be, or not responsive to anything. Yeah, like you guys want silence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. To a point, but I mean, yeah. No, it's um. Yeah, that's got. Like I said, it's just uh, that's a whole different. That's a whole different entertainment beast to try and tackle that you know you know when especially like um you know i've gone to like improv and everything like comedy shows and you know you go in there with an open mind but i'm sure that every show has some karen or carl that's just like i'm gonna just piss on this dude's parade and just and heckle and just not laugh and just stare at you arms crossed (laughs) and it's just that's I don't know. That's I mean anybody out there wants to heckle, please heckle instead of being silent. Yeah. I would rather the heckle. Then I can like work with something. Yeah, I was gonna say some comedians make their whole act almost of their reaction to hecklers. Oh they, yeah, they oh, make yeah. Their, yeah, they make their uh, their brand off of it. Do you have any good heckle stories? Oh yeah, uh, I was so it was about <laughs> last year. I was about two years and I was feeling pretty confident in myself because I was like, all right, I've been doing really well these last couple months, you know. I haven't had any like bad shows, and I did this uh, place in uh, I want to say Weirden called Pepper Bernie's. I love Pepperonis. it. I love it. I love the dude who owns it. He's a comic too. He's a nice guy. Oh, I love yeah. him, dude. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I had done so well there, like the weeks before. I was really excited, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to let you do like twenty minutes tonight." I'm like, "This is gonna be sick." I get up there, first fifteen minutes, not good, <laughs> which is. <laughs> A majority of the time. And then one lady uh, asked me in the crowd after a joke. And I just was waiting for Like, I was waiting for the laughs and nothing happened. 
Uh-huh. And then she just goes, it's okay if this is your first time. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. And I'm like, fuck. She's like, is this your first time? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I just said yes. Yeah, yeah. Next five minutes, I killed. I killed so hard <laughs> those next five minutes. But yeah, it was, oh, I think about that lady all the time. Whenever I, whenever there's a silence for like, even like a couple seconds, I'm like, please, please. So what you're saying, it's a good thing to take your Mondo shows with you. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would never come to your show. (laughs) (laughs) Probably most people don't realize too, like a lot of the mics you're doing, you're working out in acts. It's like, you're not doing your special right now. Everything is not all your like golden punchline. Right. Oh, that's yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm working on new jokes. Everybody, everybody opens yeah. usually, mm-hmm. unless you're like new, then you are doing your best stuff every single time, right? Because you're trying to impress. But if, if you've already like done it for a couple of years, you just you're just trying to find anything new. Yeah, and open mics can be bad for that. But mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be for. But there's so little entertainment around the air. Not yeah. little entertainment, but like yeah. it's it's not as much as in bigger cities. So. Right. They're expecting a show every yeah, time. Right. You see, Do you see a lot of people that you can tell they have their first set prepared, maybe next time they come back and you're like, okay, I see where like the, they made the, the, adjustments the original and, yeah. writing uh, stopped and now they're kind of like writing new stuff. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. always, a, that's that, that's a good time because that means that they, they actually like it. They're like, yeah. they're like, oh, I can just do this. Because mm-hmm. I've seen people who they, they just, I mean, they've been doing it for two, three, four years and it's the same set. Yeah. Every time. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> At one point. Yeah, travel gave you work, but I'm trying to think of uh, the places around here other than the waterfront that have like steady mi- like mics that bring comics in. I think like Polish Club, Martin's Ferry, and uh, oh, who else does it? Uh, VFW in Yorkville. I know they have comedy shows, but other than that, off the top of my head. Yeah. In um, the immediate area. One of, my, one of my close friends, she's a stand-up comedian, and uh, I know that she's played couple places down here. She does a lot of the uh, casino in Washington, PA, and stuff in Pittsburgh and so, stuff. But, um, yeah, I know there's there's always stuff down here because she's always like, hey. Because I'm trying to get her on here, so I'm trying to. One of the oh, times okay. where she swings down here, I'm like, Tracy, you got to get on a show. So but, uh, Jerry's coming down. I know. I saw ticket prices, too. <laughs> I know. All I still Jerry would like Seinfeld to. Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to get my brother and I tickets for his birthday originally before because he got me tickets to that uh, the Sum Forty One show. Mm-hmm. I looked at the price just for two. I was like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think for Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Nate Bergetti is he coming now or did he just recently came? He in? just came. Just came in. Yeah, yeah that was like funny. around Labor Day. I was trying to get tickets. It yeah. was like three hundred, two hundred dollars. Oh, really? It was because they sold out the. Fr- they ended up doing two shows. Yeah, that I night. saw that. Yeah. And like that's that's. Uh, indication that we need more things right like the yeah. fact that i mean i love name Bargetsi, and mm-hmm. a lot of people do but like yeah. it's he's not like a known no name. no it's not like you're saying like like tom segura somebody right Bill yeah Burr. like he's he's up there but he's not like there yet so like the yeah. fact that he sold out two shows right yeah it's pretty insane yeah, people are ready to you know have it they're hungry for it so we had some viewer submitted questions that we can uh try to answer now me and you had time for prepare. We got him, but hey, don't worry, man. I didn't prepare. <laughs> I like oh, I like I like hitting Scott on the spot with these questions because his up off the cuff answers are pretty funny. <laughs> well, I will ask. What was the one uh, we said? Uh, who would you want to sing a duet with? Oh, you said Taylor Swift, and we just caught flack for it. For yeah, everybody. but I again, I had to defend. I'm like, it's just the fact that if you sing a duet 
with her, you everybody's going to know your name. That's why I yeah. went that route, you know. But and then you got Kelly Clarkson mixed up with somebody. And then I got Kelly Clarkson mixed up with um, Ruben Sutter. Yeah, no, no. that's it. <laughs> um, no. Uh, she does the Sunday night. Uh, I don't even know her name. Pickler? No. Um, I think it was Kelly. Kelly, um, or no. I don't know. Blonde lady does intro to Sunday night football. She's married to a... Carrie man. Underwood? That's it. Oh, you got to see it. It was close. But yeah. anyway... Both I, American Idol winners. Yeah, I got I got frazzled. It's just... They both you know. have that same like Fox News anchor energy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I am a pretty blonde woman. That's it. <laughs> That's not it. I'm so sorry. Don't I want the Taylor Swift fans to attack me, dude? Yeah, they got Swifties. That's Swifties. Oh, you're gonna get Swifties and Kelsey's. Yeah, I was gonna say the Chiefs are gonna come after me, dude. <laughs> Man, I, I the NFL saw that stock rise immediately. I think they wrote. I'm it. just tired of hearing every. First of all, I'm sorry, Kansas City, and I'm sorry to any Chiefs fan. I hate your team. I just do. It just they. It just. I, I don't even like State Farm commercials, but. It just, it, I don't care what you're watching. The announcer is going to say something about Taylor Swift on like, well, I can't wait till we play in Kansas City so we can, yeah, shut the hell up. Let's just go back to playing football. From the Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff to uh, Mahomes' little brother twerking on camera. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. I, that, yes, go all state. <laughs> Let me grab these questions up. Okay. Let's see what, uh, off the cuff stuff. This is from Tim and Martin's Ferry. Okay. If you could bring back one musician or band as a hologram to perform in Wheeling, who would it be? We kind of talked about it with Josh. So I think Tim watched the episode and then just decided to submit this question in. In Wheeling. I'll go with my answer that I said the waterfront. I'll say Dean Martin. Oh, I think. I think the people in here that yeah, yeah that crowd place would really be just completely as far as like not being able to see Dean Martin since you know whatever right. bring him back. Um, I'd say Rob Parisi and Wild Cherry for play that funky music, White Boy. But Rob's alive, so we yeah. can't. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be awkward. Um, I don't know, man. Who would for for? Mm, I don't know. I, as a fan, I probably would say Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Like, you know, but I don't know. That's tough. Just as a single hologram. I wonder if they ever done Tupac. They did. Okay. They oh. did Tupac. I did a duet with Snoop Dogg. Pretty, live. pretty infamously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did you not? Did you see it? I saw it. Oh, I'm just I'm say, people <laughs> were not having it. Dude. <laughs> oh, I love it. What was it? Uh, Two of America's Most Wanted. I think they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And in recent news, what they got Tupac's killer now finally. I saw that, yeah. But I feel like they come out with that story every couple of years. Like some guy confesses something and then they Yeah. But who'd you pick? Who do you uh, want to see? Well, I was a child of the nineties, early two thousands. And he lives in my heart still. So if he's a hologram, I think this would be good, like uh Bill Cosby, because <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're gonna call him it. If he's a hologram <laughs> Just you can't get mad at a hologram. You can still laugh. Well, he he can try to do anything he wants. Yeah, just, to drink. just just not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen. Just don't do the hologram on ladies' night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, bring him in, dude. They can't. You can't hurt him now when he's a hologram. Right. 
Because, like, we can pretend he wasn't hilarious, but he was hilarious. He was dude. absolutely hilarious, but I'm still thinking even hologram. I'm still thinking you're not going to get a big draw on that one. <laughs> it's, it's, I think Wheeling has a, a like, an off-the-cuff, like, the niche crowd where they could come in and see Bill Cosby. Maybe yeah. if it's not musician, then absolutely George Carlin. George Carlin, yeah, that'd be a good one. As Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, man, yeah, that would be... Fantastic. Who was your ultimate comedian of all time? All time? You said you said that like you would say that if you had to pick a set and laugh the hardest, who would that be? Uh this is gonna be it's gonna be Mark Marin for me. Mark Marin, okay. Yeah. Uh his sets are just insane. Like it's it's this I it's not even the good Mark Marin I don't want. I want the, the where he was selling like half a house and he was doing albums uh-huh. and he was just getting off cocaine and he just got divorced. <laughs> And like they weren't even really jokes, it was almost just sad. And that him being so sad was hilarious. <laughs> nice. I think that's a really niche laugh, but it's so good to me, dude. Oh, hands down. I I don't even have to think about Robin Williams. Oh. Robin Williams. That that just ever since I was a kid and just how he was quick off the cuff, I just admired. I mean, he I that is literally probably the only celebrity death where I actually cried. Really? Yeah. I, other than that, it's just, it was just, because like I said, it's just, when you can see, I don't care what he, if it was his stand-up, if he was on a talk show, if he was in an interview, just, he just, he'd pull stuff off the cuff and it was just, it was just amazing to watch. I idolized the guy. I, uh, I'm a nice kid too. So I could, for the rest of my life, I had to pick one show. I could watch Chappelle show every day. Uh. From yeah. the beginning of season one to the end of even that third season, they did. I could just watch it. But back he made to back. a whole generation know who Rick James was. Yeah, it, <laughs> Rick James, bitch. <laughs> that that skit he has, the Mad Real World, where they take one white guy into the house of like all his best characters. I will never forget that. That was so funny. That and the the <laughs> the blind Klansman. That was like his oh, first. Man. That one. Yeah. That one. I I laughed. It was Clayton sh- Bigsby. <laughs> But no, like I said, but Chappelle's a genius. I mean, he's just, and it's funny because he, I, I respect the fact that he, he says how he feels, says what he wants to say. If you don't like it, then don't like it. it yeah. You don't have to, it, yeah, this cancel culture. That's going to be tough too for like doing stand up. Do you here. have to think cancel about culture. that when you're writing? Do you have to always think about that elephant, that invisible elephant in the room that might <laughs> come back? I'm going to be 100% honest. Uh, I think. No, <laughs> Dude, I, and every time I see a comic that's like cancel culture, I'm like, oh, you're gonna be bad. Like yeah. you're not gonna be funny because like people who like the comics who are like upset about cancel culture, whatever it is, it's just it, they're probably gonna say three things. It's gonna be yeah a trans joke. It's gonna be a gay joke, or it's gonna be uh, someone just pretending to be Joe Rogan for the next twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, and it's I I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's a, a real issue. Yeah, especially At least around seen, here, uh, I would say less than other areas. Yeah, Pittsburgh is, is uh, it's a weird scene. It's like, it depends on what area, like if you're in Pittsburgh, uh-huh. like they, they want a more, uh, and I just lie, but they want a more like, like a right shifting comic. Okay. And if you're like in the middle of nowhere, like I've done shows in like Fairmont mm-hmm. and like they want a left leaning comic. It's yeah. like they want the counterculture of whatever area they're in. Huh. And I just lied to both of them, dude. I, <laughs> I just lied to them the whole time. That's economic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see the Pittsburgh crowds. I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? What, what are we doing, dude? I get all bro Next question? Yeah. Let's go with it. 
I'm going to save the funniest one for last. Okay. <laughs> this is from Jim in Yorkville. This is, that might be a hard one. What is the most fun street in the Ohio Valley? Fun street? Fun street. We're going to have the most fun. It's, it's Water I mean, Street. I was about it's, to say it. Yeah. It's Water Street. Clark, right? Water Street. <laughs> I don't know. I probably will get a race for that. <laughs> what's, what's the street that's right there that runs past like Later Gator, Coleman's, and oh, uh, Market Vines? Oh, Market Street? Is yeah. It, is it? Yeah, I think it is Market Street. I yeah. Don't know. I would probably say that just because there's something to do. I, I can't think of. I mean, it depends on what you're into. I mean, if you're, you know, into ship bags and crackheads i'm sure there's probably plenty of great streets water street has that for you too man i'm (laughs) telling you half our streets there you want to listen to music or you're gonna make your own music that night yeah (laughs) i mean it's i guess it's whatever your little forte is but i don't know that's that's tough the night that you guys had tongue-in-cheek it was alice cooper and wheeling yeah and uh we did a little alice cooper pre-party down uh my buddy Josh Blakeborn and I and um, Dean Barath put Ideal Provisions food truck down there. And um, oh, nice. as I was setting up my system, we had this one guy uh, just circling us with a bike. And he was playing a Bluetooth speaker like Little Wayne Super Loud. I'm like, how is this going to play out? He finally, <laughs> he finally, he finally went down the road. Yeah, you I, see dude, the sad part, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I see him every, every like, like four times a week, dude. He sits there and he... Because after he's done with the bike, he sets it down. The music's still playing. Yeah. I don't know what battery that is, but he's got the hook up. Because <laughs> it's, it plays the entire night. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, what's? Tell me you got another one. Oh, yeah, we got another one. <laughs> okay. This is the one I'm thinking of. I'm, I was so confused by this question, dude. <laughs> also, fair statement, I will say, I was on a lot of edibles that night when I saw your question. I was like, what well, this do is, I do? This is the question that would throw you for a loop. <laughs> one. All right. Scott, you are the Ohio Valley superhero, the Mothman. What are some of the names of the reoccurring villains you must deal with? I'm the superhero Mothman. You're Mothman. Wow. I came up with three. I just didn't, I mean, um, I, yeah, probably, you know, uh, how can I spin this? It would probably be, uh, uh, meth head Millie, meth head Millie. Yeah. She just comes running at you. She got no teeth and just, she's super hyper. Um, Ohio river, Randy, um, just covered in just you know this is why i like his off the cuff answer you got a high river (laughs) just 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 fungus and dead toes and fingers hanging off of him you probably saw him down there you probably see him down there all the time weapon of choice are just tires that have been thrown that's it or the 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 fresh arm that he just found on this on the side hell yeah we have the panhandler oh the aggressive panhandler okay we have Jim Justice's evil clone, James Crime. <laughs> and since it's the Mothman, the dreaded porch light. Nice. Oh, uh, that's a good one, dude. That's, yeah. See, you had time to think about yeah. this. You threw, threw me. <laughs> that's how we get a high. Yeah, I, I got meth head Millie. Uh, I just had cardinal health. <laughs> Doesn't even attack him. He just infects everybody around him, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it would be, yeah, the... Uh, He's like an opioid necromancer that comes out. He <laughs> <laughs> just gets people real jazzed up, and then they fall asleep really fast. We'll have to storyboard some of these. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> see where it goes. 
Yeah. Weirdly enough, it's also just Jim Justice. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his alter ego. It is in his dog sidekick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, his dog sidekick. <laughs> um yeah, no, that's I like the porch light. I mean, they were all great. The porch light, I should have thought of. I thought should be the man. bug zapper. That's yeah. It. There we go. Bug zapper. Do you believe in the Mothman? Oh, man, I'll say yes, but <laughs> I don't. I don't understand all these. What are they called? Crypt, cryptids. Cryptids. Yeah. I like the lore of it. I think it's cool. I mean, and if I if I say I don't, my girlfriend will be like, "How dare you? How dare you do that?" <laughs> so we have like a bunch of like Mothman posters and shit in our house. But yeah. you believe? I know you said you've heard Bigfoot. I'm standing by that. I did. I we heard Bigfoot at um when we were out kayaking at um Piedmont. I'm living and dying by that. We heard it. And if we get her on camera, she'll probably deny it. But my wife heard it too, because she was like, What was that sound? And I was like, That was a Bigfoot. She's like Shut. and I'm like, when we got home, I started playing tapes and it was that same sound. She went, Oh, we're not gonna tell anybody about this. I told everybody about it. Uh, was it actually just Jim Justice as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, if that wasn't Bigfoot, that was some uh, family relations going really bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> this would probably be our third time we should deserve Amish hate mail, but Alp Piedmont, it is pretty Amish heavy. Oh, yeah. And I know. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know yeah. anything about Ohio except uh you guys don't know how to drive. That's what's... Oh, come on. Now. Oh, come oh, on. You know, oh, I'm coming in hot, dude. You know that that would be the third villain for me. It would be oh, like, the the FIFO, if you guys know what that means. <laughs> Explain what's FIFO. FIFO? Oh yeah, you might have to bleep this. Uh FIFO's an acronym, you know. It's a fucking idiot from Ohio. Okay. And like you don't say it in malice. Like, it's not an angry thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, when you get cut off and you're like, what the hell is this guy doing, dude? And then you see the Ohio plates, you're like, no, nah, dude, he's, he can't help himself, dude. He's a FIFA, dude. It's not his It's not his fault, dude. You don't, you're not angry at him, but you just see the Ohio plates and you just have a higher sense of, uh, <laughs> what do you say, yeah. higher sense of um, reaction when you're driving around. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, just, you find empathy real fast when you see those plates. Like, he doesn't even get his car checked. You know, they, they have no we inspections, yeah, dude. We don't have to get ours checked. We're, we're yeah, you got Flintstone cars on the road right now, dude. We're, we're good enough to know that, that, that shit falling off my car probably should come off before I drive it. That being said, I haven't had my car inspected in like four years. So it's uh, one year away from being a classical car, so wow, I won't have All to right. get it All inspected. Damn. It's pretty exciting news, right. dude. Now, do... Are you only allowed to run classical cars certain days in West Virginia? Is, that, is it classical cars or like antique cars you can in Ohio you can only do it like on Sunday? Uh, you oh, can, I don't know. I know sure. it's 20 years since you get the horse historical plate, but I after that, I don't... I think in West Virginia, it's that like you don't have to get it inspected okay. anymore. There's no point. Now, I'm not, it's not a good car. <laughs> this is like a <laughs> 2002... Uh, uh, what is it? What are this called? The Chevy. You saw it out back. Yeah. You saw it like barely make it in here, dude. I had an 87 Oldsmobile Forenza. That was my first car. And all I said, as long as it gets me from A to Bay. Yeah. <laughs> my first car that I had that was mine was a 1987 powder blue Mercury Lynx. And um, it was terrible. I, God love my parents. I mean, they bought me the car. I'm thankful. 
and the stereo system and speakers i think i had was more than what was in the car um <laughs> uh, had a blown head gasket so i had to constantly keep putting oil in it which that was great you know trying to go out with girls what is that smell <laughs> don't worry my car is burning oil we're fine though <laughs> hold on i just gotta put another quarter in yeah, so. I'm out here in the right now, and I have roll-up windows. It's very <laughs> like I try to do it in the drive thru before I even get there. I'm like, they can't see me do this, dude. They can't see what's about to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty sick Cavalier, but dude, it's not. The Cavaliers <laughs> last. Like all the Cavaliers that I've known, like my buddies have, they they've stand the test of time. It's it's a pretty solid car, dude. It's I mean, it we will just stop working randomly on the road sometimes, but. Yeah. Yeah, I just hit it a couple times, and it's good, dude. My uh, One of my best friends growing up, his mom had a, um, I don't know if it was GMC or Chevrolet. Um, what was it? Um, it was just on the tip of my tongue. Um, but we abused that car. It wasn't, um, oh, man, I'm, all right, cut that out. <laughs> I, I can't remember. My, uh, I, my second car, I got was a Honda Civic with an aftermarket uh, sunroof that had a leak two leaks on the passenger side and the driver's side. So the morning after like a heavy rain, say I'd be driving my brother. If I would take a, uh, let's see a left turn, all the water would rush to his side and drench him. If I had to take a right turn, it would all rush to my side. So it was like always a game of who was going to get soaked. <laughs> if we had to go to the supermarket and store or something. That's why you just, every time hard left squirrel. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kyle, before we let you go and send you off, let's hit us with some dates and maybe some shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, Besides first, the Waterfront Hall. Oh, yeah. The, it's good to be Waterfront Hall. Yeah. I mean, I work there, and I – but, uh, yeah, every last Wednesday – this will probably be out by the time. It'll, it'll be, be out, yeah, next week, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. We'll time it better it. next You missed we'll, a good time. We'll time it better next time. No, you're good. It's every last Wednesday of the month, an open mic. We, it's, a, it's a good time. I host it. Um, yeah, just come out for that. I also got, uh, I have a show in Pittsburgh on uh, November 18th called, uh, Lol Holla. <laughs> I don't, a lot of these shows have weird names, but it's going to be a good time. It's at, uh, Kingview Winehouse in Pittsburgh. So you can check that out. And, uh, I have another date, but I just realized it's going to be gone before it comes out. But, but if I do go on to the next round, there is a place in, uh, Pittsburgh, called uh uh something it's called parkway theater and we're do they have a roast battle and they do a categorize oh, nice. Nice. it's almost oh, like a cool. ufc fight how they like line it up now but, do you get a lot of like time beforehand to prepare for your yeah you get about okay. a month oh, okay oh, but okay this one's special for me and uh, you're gonna miss it but if i make it on next round i'll be so happy it's with my other uh friend from wheeling who's a comic his name is Sean Bishop. Cool dude. But uh, we're going to be against each other that night. Okay. It's going to be a Halloween-inspired one. Nice. It'll nice. be a good time. But uh, if, I, if I pass, come out and look for that online because there should be another round coming out. Now, do you have any uh, social media or anything people can follow you on? I do. I do. I mean, you can... Uh, most of my things are on, on YouTube. It's just literally my name. I, I had no idea that you're supposed to make up like a fake cool <laughs> thing for yourself. It's literally, it's 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 Kyle Frazier. Uh, ha, ha, ha. He, he's. <laughs> Pretty original, dude. And then uh, I have just Kyle Frazier stand up on TikTok. That's where most of everything goes. Yeah. I hate TikTok, but it's I have to do it. Wait, there's a shift right now, which is crazy. It's like YouTube and Instagram want to be TikTok now. With the shorts. With all the With shorts. The short, it, yeah. It's nuts. Like um 
Facebook recently just opened up like these kind of long form episodes that you can post. And like, we've been getting more viewers on there than like, like most of our stuff comes from Spotify. Just people may, mm-hmm. I, I would think listening, you know, while they're driving home or whatever, but, uh, like YouTube, it's like a lot of our viewers went to Facebook because like YouTube is really trying to push shorts. And so is Instagram. Like it's hard to even find the option to post a picture on Instagram. Now they just want you to yeah. have shorts out. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's always evolving. That's the cool thing though. Hopefully we. Our attention span just keeps shortening. That's why. That's it. Yeah, you hit it within like half a second or you you lose your audience. That's it. I mean, it's just, it's sad because it's so much instant gratification that, you know, kids that are growing up, they're just, they're, they're brain numb because it's just this. So it's, uh, of course, I I can't say anything. There's days where I, I do the same thing. I'll be like sitting there just going through TikTok and all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's been six hours. Okay. That's. I saw um, a meme where it was talking about, uh, what was it, uh, boomers complaining about uh, <laughs> um, kids doing TikTok, and it was them in front of a slot machine just hitting. <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollar. Yep. It does make world events bad. Like, I'm like, oh, the thing that's happening on these world wars. And go- I forgot that like Ukraine was even a thing at this point, man. We've gotten so far <laughs> past it. Like, Will Smith got a fair, and then... Just a little FYI to our viewers, a fact that I found out the war in Ukraine has costed the average taxpayer about $3,000 in their taxes so far. Hell yeah, so don't pay your tax. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Jim is going to come after you after this episode. <laughs> oh, I, no, no, I'm just I'm going to sit here and shut up. You can say whatever you want about James Crime. He's the evil <laughs> James Crime. His <laughs> <laughs> sidekick spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. No, appreciate it. Yeah, it's great meeting you. I appreciate it. We'll do it again, and we'll plan a little bit more for right before the next open mic. Oh, and, yeah, I yeah. Mean, bring another guy on, another lady on. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need ladies. Our, our women demographic is it's pretty no, low. I mean, and I, yeah, it's not often you see three white dudes on a podcast. So like, this is something special <laughs> today, dude. <laughs>